0: Pretty Ugly presents To Be Determined, hosted by Randy Newton and Sarah McSweeney. Each week, I'm going to be presenting an article I wrote. I'll be reading it aloud and then discussing it afterwards with my friend and creative partner, Sarah McSweeney. I'm dedicating this week's episode to my literary agent, James Fitzgerald, who passed away a few years ago. I think that this was probably one of uh, his favorite stories that I had written. And I'm thinking about him a lot this weekend. So Jim, this is for you. Love in a Hopeless Workplace appeared in The Observer on December 5th, 2016. What's the best way to fix a broken heart? You go to the gentleman's club you used to work at. With my trusty friends, Joan and Madge in tow, we arrived during happy hour and were welcomed with open arms. I caught up with my old co-workers while sipping a LaCroix and watched my friends get tipsy on comp drinks. Seated at the bar, enjoying a chat, we were completely oblivious to the circus around us. I had seen so many sets of breasts, both real and fake. Nudity didn't shock me, nor did extravagant pole tricks. Annoying men wouldn't bother us. They were too preoccupied with the strippers. I had hung up my stripper heels three years before. I spent a total of 12 years developing excellent sales techniques, strategies, and how to read people. Six of those years are a total blur. I was constantly in the haze of a cheap champagne hangover. For the final six years, I worked completely sober fully aware of what was going on while perfecting the perfect art of extracting cash from a man's wallet. It seemed harmless. Easy money and fast cash is hard to walk away from. And I had my stripper game down. You seem like a very smart girl. Why are you here? A customer asked me as I elegantly guzzled a martini glass filled with water and faked being intoxicated for entertainment purposes. Because I am a very smart girl, I responded coyly, quickly casing him from his shoes, watch, down to his brand of whiskey he was drinking, scotch and whiskey drinkers would almost always spend the most money, gauging what his profitability to me would be. Within five minutes, I would know if I could sell a guy a lap dance, VIP room, or walk away in search of my next customer. If you can make a man fall in love with you in less than five minutes, you can be a good stripper, a manager once told me. And that I could do, with the sickening perfection I had mastered being insincerely sincere. I always wondered if my seemingly sweet but conniving ways came with a hefty karmic price tag, which was forever being discontent with the quality of my love life. I broke many lonely hearts and big counts, and karma doesn't forget those things. Snapping me out of my flashback and grabbing my arm, Joan was three whiskeys deep into our evening. That guy bought us drinks. Is he the one you fucked? She yelled this very loudly, but no one seemed to care. I glanced across the room and raised my can of LaCroix to John, one of the bartenders. Voila, a possible contestant for me to add to my new roster of men. And this wouldn't be unfamiliar territory. I would be going to the recycling bin of past flings. Yes, things with Michael ended up being messy for other reasons altogether, but maybe John and I could stand a chance a common bond, we were now both going through divorce. When we first met eight years earlier, he was a cute but shy bartender. I was an outgoing stripper. Employees aren't supposed to fraternize with each other, which made everyone want to do it even more. So I took advantage of his shy demeanor. I was aggressive and got him drunk, demanding we go to his apartment. Things seemed to be going well. I laid in his bed assuming I was going to be sleeping over, but that wasn't part of the plan. I'm really sorry, but you have to go. Someone else is coming over, John said, averting his eyes away from mine. Oh, my God, do you have a girlfriend? I asked drunk and disappointed that this kind of thing hadn't been discussed before. I did not sleep with other people's boyfriends. No, but I'm seeing someone and she's coming over in 15 minutes. He looked genuinely guilty when he said this. I didn't think this was going to happen. Please let me get you a car home. Can I take that wine with me? I asked, eyeing a nice bottle of wine in his kitchen. I took two bottles of wine and he shoved $50 in my hand and hugged me tight. This was the most polite way I had ever been asked to leave a man's house, complete with cash and prizes. The night after my present-laden trip to John's, back at work, I wore my hottest neon day glow dress. I wanted to look my best in the black lighting of the club when I saw him. He stood behind the bar as I approached and poured me a drink like he always did, but grabbed my hand. "'I just wanted to apologize for last night,' he said softly. "'I'm usually not like that.' "'It was fun,' I said, smiling as I twirled my hair. "'Maybe we could do that again sometime.' Oh, after the hangover I had this morning, I'm not drinking for a long time. We both laughed, and then the chasing game began. With me as the aggressor, he would say no more often than yes to hanging out and hooking up, claiming he had to be drunk because otherwise he would freak out about the club rules of no hanging out. The reality is that most workplace flings rarely ended happily ever after. Romance gone wrong at the club could end in tears and catfights, Girls crying with clumps of mascara and glitter running down their faces. Hair extensions flying awry. Acrylic high heels being used as makeshift shanks. Almost as if it were a slutty version of Orange is the New Black. These kind of incidents rarely ever happened, but when they did, there were some truly epic battles that one would surely show money to watch on pay-per-view. It was like anything you would ever see in your life, and more of a rarity than a supermoon. For as love affairs as didn't work out in the club, I've witnessed exceptions to the rule. Like the Rihanna song would say, some could say... We found love in a hopeless place. I went to co-workers' weddings, baby showers, so it wasn't unheard of, but it wasn't happening with John. I became needy, and when I got sober, he was supportive yet uncomfortable around the coherent version of myself. You're no fun anymore, he blurted out loudly one night. Well, enjoy your hangover tomorrow because I won't have one, I said laughing and slamming the door. Our hookups eventually dissolved completely. Without the alcohol, the only thing we had in common was that we were humans that could breathe air. We no longer smiled or interacted with each other at work. I'd have pangs of jealousy watching him flirt with other girls, but I let it go. And months passed, and I met Aaron, my ex-husband, through a friend outside of work. We were engaged within four months, and John and I were cordial to one another, and life went on. No one really noticed the absence of Shakira, a petite Russian jello shot girl. Then the news was out: she was pregnant, and John was the father. It was a huge surprise to everyone. I did the math, and his time with both of us had overlapped briefly, and she had stuck around. They had a son and moved to Connecticut. I got married, and so did he. And the timing seemed to be quite perfect that our divorces were coinciding. And it's not that we ended on bad terms, but now there was a window of opportunity, both of us older, somewhat wiser, and divorced, and that could be our common bond. Our eyes met and I began to plan my next move. So, love in a hopeless workplace. So good. Aw, thank you.
1: So, First of all, I love the, like the truth that like it's always about it. Like, first of all, how workplaces usually are like no hanging out outside, and it oh, just yeah. makes you want. It okay? makes you want to do it even so more. So much more, and like I don't know. For me, working in restaurants when I was like a teenager, I thought that was like the best part. It's just like all the naughtiness that goes on behind the scenes. Um, so this bar was do we bartender Dan bartender. I can't remember. I used a fake name. Honestly, the most intriguing part for me is like, I really love hearing about that you're 12 years in this strip club, that you were sober for six, the last six years. I was so, yeah. the fact that you weren't for the first six years. So people really got to see two.
0: Completely different sides.
1: Yeah. And it's funny, like him saying that, like, like, oh, you're no fun anymore. To me, is like such a rude comment. And only like insecure people would say that. He was drunk.
0: But still, so when
1: he said annoying. that, he was such a it's such a pet peeve of mine. Like even hearing that, I was like, what a fucking annoying like asshole. But he sounded cute.
0: Yeah, he was a, he was a cutie,
1: and it was funny because his girlfriend of the girl he was dating that was coming over, like, <laughs> like he kind of seems like a good guy. But then that yeah. happens, he still somehow seems like a good guy. That's the, the
0: thing. He he was a such a. Yeah, I would say he was a good guy. Like, but not really. But he was a guy. Yeah, exactly. You know, like... And, yeah, we, you know, we went out after work, got wasted, obviously, before he got sober. And he was so... Like, he felt bad kicking me out of his apartment. You could tell. Yeah. and But I was like, but can I just... he double booked. <laughs> he double booked. He double booked. He's like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> and...
1: And that was the only time you guys ever did anything. Oh, no. We did it several more times. Oh, okay.
0: But yeah. it... Yeah, and then it was it was one of those things where he, I knew, when I got sober, I knew if I called him after 10 p.m. on any given night, he drunk. would be drunk and I could go over to his house and have sex with him. And he would never let me spend the night. And one night, I I went there and it was really late. and I was like, can I please just sleep over? And he was like, fine. And I woke up the next morning and he went... What are you doing here? <laughs> and I said I do you not remember last night? Well, he didn't remember. He, I guess he didn't remember. He's like you stayed. I'm like, dude, come on. That's rude. It was it was really it, you know, it was just commitment thing or whatever. I don't understand
1: that concept. You can Sleep over someone's house and it doesn't mean that it means anything more than it would have. It's just like a convenient logistical thing. It
0: was, It really was because he, he lived in an outer borough and I, I mean, lived yeah, in the city. It was just, you know, and he wasn't paying for my cars at that point, my Ubers. Right. Whatever. Anyway, we hooked up a few more times and then... He got fucking that girl pregnant. He got this girl pregnant and, you know, they were together for a while and he told me... Actually, he was like, you know, I want to avoid drama. That's why I don't want to date anyone I work with.
1: And, and he ended up
0: having a baby with someone who worked there, the o Shots girl. The o Shot girl. Oh my god. Yeah, and you know, really cute kid. Aww. I'm happy for him. Like, whatever. Now he and I are cool. Unless he listens to this and he's like, oh, whatever. It's fair. Whatever. It's a fair. It's uh, fair. Uh, I assessment. It's a fair assessment. But we, yeah, like he, like he's he and I are cool now. What? Like, other like romances
1: like blossomed while you were working there because twelve years is a, a long enough to see like family started.
0: Oh my god! You know I worked at the the club I worked at. It's called Rick's Cabaret, mm-hmm. and it's actually publicly traded on NASDAQ. I'm a shareholder.
1: Good for you. Thank
0: you so much. And it it's great, but they had these rules like don't that makes sense date employees. However, the one of the managers ended up marrying a waitress and they have a beautiful family now. Oh my god,
1: that's so sweet. It was Do they so, still work there?
0: The husband does, the wife does not. Good and, for them. But it was, it was funny because it's like, don't date! And then... He's getting married He's his they, waitress. Yeah. <laughs> and... Yeah, everyone there was like really cool. It was like a I, I've said before, like... I had a better experience working there than I ever did in an office. No, I,
1: I mean, I'm intrigued. It makes yeah. Me, it seems very much like a family.
0: It was like a little family, and I still keep in touch with people who work there. And I told
1: you, I want to go and visit. We could go tonight. Oh, my God. Maybe <gasps> that shall happen. Oh, my God. That would be fun.
0: It It's like, it was so it much fun. might force fun. me to
1: take a shower, which I need to do.
0: Oh, my God. Maybe you could get a job there for the night. Oh, my God. Yeah, but yes. it's... <laughs> But he was a good guy, and, you know, it's, we hooked up one more time, and the last time we hooked up, because I used to, like, chase him, right? And, and the last time we hooked up was way before I met my boyfriend, and it was just, like, uh, it was, and he, like, tried holding my hand That's during so it, weird. and it was, I was like, what? You're being affectionate?
1: Yeah, because that was unusual. Uh. An yeah.
0: And then he was like, are you sure you don't want me to come over? Do you want me to come over? And I'm like... I'm good. Yeah. Good, thanks. You knew. I knew. So, yeah. I knew that it was, uh, it was ending. So, the moral of the story is, maybe, or maybe not, maybe hook up with someone you work with. It could be good. Yeah. I think you should always try. You should try for the challenge, for the fun of it. For
1: the fun of it. It's more fun to do things you're not supposed to do. It really is. just That's just how it is. It is how it
0: is. Who knows, you could get knocked up out of it. Maybe an STD.
1: Maybe an STD. Maybe a baby.
0: At least you'll get a good story like I did. (laughs) 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 Pretty Ugly Presents, To Be Determined, is sponsored by Nootropia. Check out their hot deals on meals www.neutropia.com. follow us on instagram at pretty ugly pod again pretty ugly pod make sure you leave us a five-star review on apple podcast